0: Friends, welcome back to the Film Alchemist Podcast, the show where we take the movies we love, break them apart, to find out what gives them their magic, Halloween magic, October whore mega marathon, abyss magic. We're back. Day two, uh, slogging through, not slogging through, I still like, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So guys, you have Texas Chainsaw 1 and 2 right behind this in the feed. This is the thing. October, we do 31 pods in 31 days. Mm-hmm. Every day in October, you get a podcast from us, from me.
1: Aren't you lucky?
0: And from my friend who thinks the Saw is family, my co-host.
1: Alex Dandino.
0: That's right. So we're here, uh, the October Mega Marathon, our favorite time of the year. So excited. Hope you guys are excited. Keep Don't silence us because you're going to get a fucking ton of notifications from us about episodes. Guys, if you want every 31 uh episodes before we dive in here, Patreon.com slash pod. Our patrons selected two Patreon exclusive episodes, and there will be a, a commentary over on Patreon.com slash pod. It really means a lot to us, guys. It's the best way to help us grow this show, to help support what we're doing, keep the lights on. So if you're if you could be kind enough, especially this month, Patreon.com slash. Film Alchemist pod. That's the best way to do it. The YouTube Film Alchemist. The email Film Pod at gmail.com. We're on all the socials. Make sure you leave five-star ratings and reviews everywhere you find podcasts. And more importantly, guys, as we start, we're in the October season, the Halloween season. We're all in the mood. We're all visiting Spirit Halloween, picking out costumes, buying candy. We're all jacked up on sugar. Oh, yeah. Not me. I'd die. I bet it's. But... <laughs> Make sure you send this, this show, one of these shows, to a horror-loving friend. you have a friend who loves sex chainsaw, do that. you have a friend who just loves horror movies, horror movies, period, do that. Send them a message. Let them know what we're doing.
1: We'll take if it. If you have a friend that. who's mixed up sexual, <laughs> sexual gratification with chainsaws, let them listen to this show. Then okay. take them to a hospital, please. That'd be good.
0: <laughs> That's right. So here we are today. We are, we're working our way through the Texas Chainsaw Massacre entire franchise. We don't skip entries. Every single one. Today we are on Leatherface. The, the Texas Chainsaw Texas Massacre. Chainsaw Parkway. Massacre. Three, one, two, three. This has one of my favorite uh teaser trailers of all time. I don't know if you watched that. But it's the uh Leatherface. It's like some stories fade from time. And it's Leatherface. You don't know it's him, it just looks like a guy. Like it could be like Legend of the Falls, right? Right. He's just standing in a pond, and then all of a sudden the lady in the water, right? Like the Arthurian legend raises the saw his family saw up and flicks it at him and he catches it and a lightning bolt hits the saw good it's like (laughs) and it's awesome like back when teaser trailers were just like an awesome cool thing yeah and they didn't have to just be the whole movie in 40 seconds Mm -hmm. love it we we did such an odd detour to uh the fucking roger rabbit town in texas chainsaw massacre 2 toonville (laughs) toons if you're a guy who watched that movie and said, fucking tunes, fucking tunes. We're bringing it back, right? We decided Texas Chainsaw 3, we're going to bring it back. Did we? It exists in this, ver- <laughs> for the most part, it exists in this kind of fun area, right? This is the first Texas Chainsaw we've seen that it kind of has a more pr- polished production look, right? This looks like a more polished traditional horror film than the previous two entries we've seen. I think immediately you see that the cast is dramatically better in this one. Um, and again, not to disparage, disparage Bill Mosley, but he was asked to do something very weird. Dennis Hopper, you don't fucking direct or control that man. You try to point the tornado at yeah, what you want. He's to like
1: the Hulk. You just aim it.
0: <laughs> just aim it. Yeah. This is the first time where you, you see kind of a, a more complete cast, right? Right. Giving more complete traditional performances. Right. Um, there, there are some beats and some adding to the mythology. We're kind of bringing it back to a more mainstream horror film, right, right? Right. And I, I think this one is a pretty effective entry in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I think it's. I would say this one never has a high high per se. The Saw is kind of the big star of this one, and Young Vigo Mortensen, and right? When Ward. he was in his yeah. He was in his fucking, you know, rebellious teenage years before he had to go help save the realm of men and take over the family business. Right, right. Um, you know, now he's just like, Call me Tex, not
1: Aragorn. Not Strider or Aragorn, yeah. call me Tex.
0: Yeah. <laughs> we know the men on the Flatlands call you Strider. No, it's Tex.
1: Tex. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, it's it's a more traditional horror film, right? You get a it's it's fucking tight, it's fast. You get Ken Faree, a little little uh, becoming kind of a, an elder statesman of the horror genre at this point. Everyone loves him. It's a rock-solid movie from start to finish. That's what I would say. It's, it's reheated pizza, man. It's not exceptional, but it's pretty fucking good, man. And I do like what they do. We kind of start off, they do this thing now where it's like, now we have this almost echoey, ethereal voiceover for this one. It sounds a little bit like uh, Ramirez in Highlander. Right. Through the ages. We find out that Sally from part one has died, mm-hmm. that the patriarch of the Sawyer family was put to death in a gas chamber. Yep. The thing they add in this movie, and I want your opinion on this because I thought this was a big fucking miss in the movie. The thing they added in the credits is almost just like an excuse for why they were never caught rather than an interesting thing to to examine. The theory became, as as they heard these ghastly tales of Leatherface from Sally and the testimonies and the trials and the evidence. Right. That they assumed that W.E. Sawyer was also Leatherface. That this family of cannibals who had been left in this derelict part of America, right? Mm -hmm. That when they got a craving, (laughs) when they needed some Theixins to eat.
1: Right, right.
0: That they themselves created an alternate character Leatherface that allowed them to do this. So I imagined, because it had been a long time since I'd seen this when I was like, this is going to be a part of the movie. And I, in my mind I was kind of like racking back. I was like, is it? Is it? Maybe I missed something. Um it's not. It's not a part of the movie at all. No. What did you think of the this kind of opening setting We're going to Leatherface, uh, could be an infection of mine. Everyone could be Leatherface. It's kind of the evil Stan Lee. Yeah, why do people like Spider Man? They can imagine themselves in the mask. I like why do people like Leatherface? They can imagine themselves in their neighbor's face.
1: Oh, that's not as inspirational. (laughs) I liked the idea that it was gonna be like, oh, anyone could be Leatherface, like, any all anybody could put on the face of another person and become Leatherface. Um, yeah sort of a missed opportunity to make like it felt missed. You know what it is? I think it's the missed opportunity that we find with other horror franchises because Michael Myers is one of those things. Like we know it's Michael Myers, but anyone could go a little nuts. Like Anthony Perkins once said, you know, like there's all these ghost face. Anyone can anyone go a little be, nuts, put the mask on and face. grow
0: one foot tall. Anyone can, can
1: become a Cenobite. you know, like it's just <laughs> one of those exactly. things where those chosen few <laughs> like, I think that's the thing it's a missed opportunity because it does make it means leatherface is just one person it means that it's not this like one
0: aging person with right. joint pain which we
1: are which reckon. we find out very quickly is pretty rough uh
0: probably the most relatable leatherface has ever been it's i was gonna like, say ah. like
1: this leatherface the giants oh. this guy's leatherface ness i was like this guy gets it i understand this yeah. I I'm, this guy with is this. me yeah, I am Leatherface. They weren't kidding. The notes I the note I me? <laughs> the note I wrote was Leatherface with a half torn ACL walks around. Like it was just you know.
0: yeah. Leatherface hears his fucking squeaky knee brace, and he's like, "I am not the man I once was. I don't even know if I am a prime cut Le- anymore." And I was Le- like, leather "Same, face. Leatherface, same <laughs> Leatherface
1: with a persistent basketball injury." Yeah. Um
0: Leatherface, who's been running, doing a, a manual labor job. You know, he's carried a little extra weight because who's got time to hit Planet Fitness all the time? And I was like, My God, this is the most American tale. Like i am Leatherface, so in. in his um, tenth
1: season as a linebacker for the New York Jets, finally is facing age. I was like doing like a hard knocks thing while watching him. It.
0: Um <laughs> it's like a real sports guy. It's like, well, they didn't have insurance for us back then. He's like drooling everywhere. It's a the Anyways. thing is, you can see, though, because they go from that voiceover into an opening, like, we do the hammer swing. Mm. He's dragging people in, right? They're kind of recreating these moments we like. Yeah. I actually love in the opening montage that we see him crafting a mask. I
1: liked that a lot, too. That was pretty Scissors, cool. sewing.
0: So it makes it, it's methodical. It's not this, the first leather face we see in the franchise is such a fucking primal force of nature, yeah. right? This is showing that there is a... They're taking a pause to reflect upon the the psychological nature of why the mask. Right? right? Showing him lovingly crafting it while one of his victims, we don't learn until way later in the movie, uh, kind of watches and upsets him. But what I think this movie did and why I think they miss an opportunity like we're all Leatherface, something that could have been interesting. Yeah. This movie, you can clearly tell, had one specific mandate. Put the Texas Chainsaw Massacre back on human turf Mm -hmm. give us a fucking real world kind of pad with which we could build a continuing franchise yeah we cannot build a continuing franchise off of texas chainsaw 2 i think you could have but clearly that is not what they wanted to do anymore they wanted to get back to basics in this one and i think that that concept of back to basics permeates most of the film yeah and again not not for worse it just it it And it's funny because the movie they cash in on, like, well, we built the basic foundation of a franchise. What happens in part four? Oh, now we're doing like a a fucking more horrifying version of part two, like a repulsive version. of So they didn't even use it. But again, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Right. These people driving through Texas. There's mass graves. There's beautiful moments where, like, you know, the guys in the white suits are crawling through these slimy graves. We get back to the gas station in the middle of nowhere. My boyfriend's not that tough. Yeah. We're exposed out here, right? So they do a good job of resetting us into what is truly scary about Texas Chainsaw. Is that in the, as we always consider it, the greatest country in the world, the safest, the best, the strongest, the most free all you have to do is if you look around and don't see anyone who's going to save your ass, you're vulnerable. We're back in nature. Yeah,
1: that's it. I mean, right? again,
0: Texas Chainsaw Massacre operates as a Lord of the Flies. Yeah, I mean,
1: I think what's great about Texas Chainsaw Massacre is it lives in that wide open, like free range Texas that is very scary when it gets dark out. Like if you've ever driven through those areas of the world, like I said that when we talked about, uh, like I said yesterday, like if you've ever driven those areas of the world, like it is scary. Like, it's quiet, yeah. it's dark, and you have no idea what's out there. So, like, yeah. to be honest, with when you, you hear
0: a sound, you're like, why? To be honest why? with
1: you, like, when you see <laughs> headlights, like, I, I've, when I've driven those kinds of like roads, and this is hap this happens anywhere this is Ohio, Indiana, like Michigan, whatever country,
0: country. country. Shit,
1: when yeah. you drive those kinds of roads and you see another car, you're like, this could be it. This is it right here. Someone might just crash into my car, and I might, like, yeah, yeah like, this could be a crazy thing. This
0: person. is Joyride. This is Jeepers Creepers. Absolutely this is Texas one thousand
1: percent. Like
0: this is dual, I'm in big trouble. That's why. That's what
1: makes <laughs> a Texas Chainsaw Massacre effective. And I think that's, I think that's what the missed opportunity is. though, is like the mythos of Leatherface. It doesn't transcend the way that we have like these other, like these other horror icons transcend because they don't take that opportunity to be like oh it could be any leather face maybe there's multiple ones maybe cult of leather face that kind of thing
0: a leather face that's 5 foot 6 or slender build like vigo mortensen yeah. that's not going to work you got to have a big fucking hoss yeah you
1: got to have a big fella you got to have a cane hotter.
0: you got you got to have a guy who looks like he polishes off like a whole tray of ribs yeah yeah right you can't have like a Oh, sorry. I used up my carb allotments for the day, at Leatherface. Yeah, like that's not you can't happen.
1: have a lean. So, you can't have a lean meat only Leatherface. You got to have a guy who's going yeah. Eat the you whole can chain.
0: have a string bean Michael Myers because he's supernaturally fueled. Right, right. Jason being gigantic is kind of built into the cake, but he also is supernaturally fueled. Right, like Leatherface exists in this weird place for. So you think of the great horror icons. He's the only one that always has to be present and always is of the flesh, right? Ghostface is usually multiple children all at once, right? Right. So it's it's very different, right? And he doesn't follow the rules of reality as far as size and shape and physical abilities. Leatherface is kind of always out there. Even with the mask on hiding him, there is a, a humanity to him that a lot of these monsters don't have. And so I thought the idea of seeing him age is interesting. By the time you get to part 4, We are playing with this idea now that, like, oh, these are not the same Leatherfaces. Right. Or you're playing with, like, this one even has an interesting kind of built-in problem. Not even a problem, right? The first one, it seems like, right, there's a family. The second one, all right, that's the creepy uncle who's now taking him in with the creepy cousin, right? Right, right. This one, we still have Grandpa jumping from house to house. And we still have Leatherface jumping from family to family. Who the fuck are these people we meet leatherface's mom right leatherface's mom okay and she was married to grandpa but looks about 60 years younger than the corpse which you know that happens to corpse you age fast Is this sort you're not doing your moisturizers i don't know about you but it's it's is this still the sawyer family or is the is this another family who has created another leatherface is this the same guy
1: i thought about this and i was thinking do you think this is a little thing where like maybe the, you know, like in a fight club when the fuckers setting up franchises, do you think that Patriarch just went from like maybe town to town in Texas, like uh, setting up his own, you know.
0: Spilling blood and spilling seed. Yeah,
1: like setting up his own Sawyers. He was
0: Johnny Apple seeding his way around Texas.
1: Setting up his own Sawyers in every little like pocket giant of the, Oaks s- pocket of the we'll- state. Could be. Ah! could be not outside the realm slinging. of possibility just dick slanging like oh my god Sawyer, you. you are so handsome yeah. and then i mean
0: my own kids were so beautiful i thought about franchising and my wife said no apparently we don't need security and money for the future uh kids i hope you hear this someday i'm
1: absolutely I'm not when you're living
0: that. in your dystopian future it's fine it's fine i think it would have been a great best. <laughs> just a bunch of fucking beautiful curly-headed diabetics running around in the apocalypse <laughs>
1: <laughs> i'm gonna win uh, name. i need a, I need, yeah. I need a bar I need a candy bar yeah, i just
0: make a bunch of fucking uh derelict savage children that don't really like chainsaw people they more just kind of dress them down from afar like not a not a fan of what they're that's doing the, no <laughs> that's the
1: real that's the real chainsaw masker right there
0: right but that's the question right is this because it's it's always telling us that leatherface and grandpa are the thing mm-hmm. but every film we reset the whole family And this I think this is more of a function of trying to separate from part two. Okay. Pretend that's not a thing. So you could imagine Leatherface and Grandpa coming from the family at part one. Maybe mom left the family, but he has two brothers or cousins. They call him Junior. That's Leatherface's Junior. Right. So he is that's no longer grandpa on the chair. Maybe it is. Some of that stuff I wasn't real clear with and how they talked. But, you know, that explains why he wears the ties and stuff. He's looking like the old desiccated corpse that was the one-hitter, right? Okay. Now, here's another thing. Another familial interesting thing. Is that Leatherface's daughter? Is that Uncle Leatherface or Daddy
1: Leatherface? I'm going to go Uncle. I I really don't want to think about Leatherface. Out. Well, as we heard
0: from mom, Leatherface knows what to do with them private parts.
1: I thought it was like he about, knows how to work. I thought it was about giving hysterectomies, but perhaps that's perhaps. You're,
0: I you're think right. so, too. But also, it's like when you see the little girl, you're like, is that how they're franchising out Sawyers? I mean, we never really figured out. It I mean, seems like we're seeing the fully vertically integrated flesh. I'll say this. this, this family I'll has. say this
1: up like the entire family. Vigo Mortensen's the only one who probably could lay a pipe and like pre- create a normal looking child like that. So ah, to be fair. I don't know.
0: May I think we have a Victor Doom scenario here. That maybe Leatherface is perfectly handsome and in a Mr. Incredible kind of way oh, under there, but he's psychologically scarred.
1: I see. So you're saying like he takes that thing we off see and he's no John real Han? deformity. Yeah. yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah, he is. John own cured hey. <laughs> just straight out the bone. No, um, that's much. That's a lot. I think it had Leatherface's daddy vibes, and that he's the one that they let run the unsanctioned procreation business mm-hmm. because he is the glorious progeny of the the slaughterhouse machine that the grandpa was. Right. It is kind of a because they they breed this beautiful man, right? Because the other two brothers are both handsome in their own way. But Viggo Mortensen is exceptional, so. Oh, yes, Exceptionally very so. Very much so. That girl at the start, she is definitely fantasizing about trading up. Oh, yeah, absolutely. he's like, hey, Tex, we can't drive you anywhere. She's like, well, maybe let's talk about it. You're like, oh, Dude, no, she that's wants That's a it. bad side. Yeah. That's a bad absolutely. side. Absolutely. Yeah, she wants a ride on the Marlboro Man, dude. It's over. <laughs> uh, she'll call him Tex. I mean. She'll call little guy the Lone Star, whatever I really,
1: she wants. <laughs> this movie really also has this, like, and again, it. it it beckons back to the first one, like, so many pot shots, like, oh, California. These guys are from California. I never had a California yeah. girl before. There's so many of these, like... And you know, like... That guy it's like is code for hi-
0: from the last two movies. He's so annoying. It's like Code for Hippie. Station.
1: Like, that's, like, yeah. you, you, like. I like that that's... I like that that's, like, kind of making its way back in. She's like, oh, hippies. Yeah.
0: So we don't like the cannibalism, the murders, the possible sexual assaults. But what the Sawyers got right was a fucking... Anti hippies. Boo street. to the hippies. True blue. Boo. That's true blue America. Right?
1: Like you, like they'd be sitting there. Like let's say the Sawyers got caught, and they'd all be standing, trying to be like, "Well, we eat people," I'm like that's not great. I'll say the one thing we, we need one
0: juror to agree with us that we need less however, hippies. You didn't eat people. We ate hippies. However, I I rest my case. Does anybody
1: case. want hippies around? Mm, all right, I guess acquitted on all charges. I don't know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> is it a person if it doesn't use soap? I rest my case. And they're like, God damn it. God damn it. Texas Johnny Cochran just (laughs) might have won this motherfucker.
1: (laughs) I mean, that's a fucking movie right there. That's the trial of Leatherface. You'd be acquitted in five seconds.
0: Do you really think these people would eat meat covered and soaked in patchouli? I rest my case. (laughs) It's a fraud. No, it's a fraud. uh (laughs) But it is, the movie Ask us, right, who's this family? How are they connected to the other incident? Because the opening title specifically tells us that W.E. Sawyer was put to death for the crimes of this. And that he somehow helped cover up Leatherface's escape. Right. Right? So this is somewhere a part of the family. This branch of the family is putting out fucking genetic gold, dude. Yeah. Um, I mean they might as well don't call me Tex because I think his actual character name is Honey Dick. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like he's honey potting the shit out of these people to come fucking to the Sawyer house, right? Even the other brother in like uh I met him in a, a bar, right? Like he looks like he was a bad guy, like a bad trouble guy, right. but like, you know, maybe for a Quality. night. Like, he's a handsome guy. The little girl is adorable. Like this Sawyer family. The little girl's
1: adorable is until you realize out- she's playing with a
0: I, uh, I can't. I, that's definitely a human head on Sally. Definitely a doll. human
1: head on the Sally doll, right?
0: The doll's named Sally, right? Yes. The victim from yes. who escaped Part yes. One and died, and yeah, and that's definitely the head that would be like.
1: It almost looks like less a than an head, infant head, head, size Yeah, you.
0: like it's a pretty grotesque pretty little gross. detail that they. And she has a little bone that she stabs people mm-hmm. with. I'm not saying her behavior's cute. Sure. She's not like an Olsen twin. I'm not right? saying
1: the Child Protective Services won't looks, be called. I'm saying that she right. looks cute. She looks. I get it. I, you, I understand.
0: And Leatherface tells her to like brush her teeth mm-hmm, and shit. Yeah. Like you know, he's trying his best. It's hard to be a dad. Or you gotta uncle. juggle work and yeah, work and vertically integrated meat trades and you know, parenting. It's hard. <laughs> uh, it's a lot. It's a lot. This one. This one is the first one where you start asking those questions about the family right the, right. the basis of these mm-hmm. stories and it seems like they're saying don't really look at that just look at leatherface and grandpa and know it's the same all right and honestly i don't think it matters a lot right because what we do is we do this weird gas station where a, a traditional texas chainsaw character is the insanely fucking annoying side character. right yeah who only exists to fucking repulse us, right? Where he's, like, jamming the gas thing in the back car. Oh, I'll fucking gas you up real good, you bitch. How dare you not recognize my powers as a man? It's like, right? I watch Andrew Tate on Facebook. Yeah, that, was that was like, man, I was man, man. Man.
1: just like, good God, yeah. dude. Ugh.
0: Ugh. Ugh. But that's what I mean. He exists only to be that guy. Tex blocks him. He runs and fucking looks in his people. We know immediately that Tex is in on it. We don't believe for a second that Tex is not in on it. No. Right? And so this this is the setup, right? They flash that toothy grin. Yeah, they get. This is a new addition that this one asks us: uh, the meat truck, leather truck. Mm -hmm. Now we're decorating trucks in fucking, you know, we're branding. We're branding. We're We're
1: branding our our skin vehicles. Yeah,
0: it's like a guy who's a tattoo artist, and he's like, you know what? I need to get a wrap on my car so that everyone knows what I do. That as I'm driving about, people will just have my cell phone number and then call me, right? Yeah. So we got a Leatherface branded truck, which is pretty fucking cool. I actually kind of like the truck. Um. So it, it gets off a little shaky, right? Like, it doesn't have a narrative that's a... I mean,
1: it's not a I don't think it has, that has a narrative at all. Right? It just sort of happens, which is fine. It's not the end of the world. Right. Like I don't give a shit.
0: It's kind of these Texas chainsaw vignettes, yeah. right? It's not a massacre. It's vignettes. Yeah. It's the Texas... Right? So we do the gas station... And then we go to the house and then all of a sudden you hear and it's Leatherface walking up. You know, I mean, he hasn't had his time to fucking stretch out. (laughs) Leatherface
1: is dealing with his persistent ACL injury. It's fine.
0: Yeah. No, it's I mean, if we didn't get the metaphor of the face hiding what hiding the Sawyers and their monstrous acts from America by pretending to be us. If you didn't really get that wolf in sheep's clothing metaphor, we're going to fucking hammer it. To death until now it's just fucking truck nuts and we don't care. Yeah, they probably have actual truck nuts, so it's a little cooler.
1: I mean, that seems a little ostentatious there. for the meat eater people, but you know that's fine.
0: Right, but we get you know their their tire blows out and then all of a sudden you hear the and you're like oh okay we're we're in a tra- Texas chainsaw massacre I, it's a, a
1: traditional massacre. Can I ask you a question? Yeah, in regard we haven't brought a Benny yet because and you know, I, but I I. In terms of car flippage, like there's like three cars that flip in this entire like a lot of car Love flipp- flipping cars flipping. A lot of <laughs> flipping of the cars. Yeah. I don't listen, I-, I have I've lived in Texas. However, I've never met a Texan that doesn't I
0: forgot you're a true Texan. Yeah.
1: I've never met anyone in Texas who doesn't have their gun ready to go. And that was a very fascinating thing. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> like it was a
0: Yeah, you never been to Austin?
1: I mean, Austin is like, there's like one street in Austin that definitely doesn't have anyone packing. And then like the rest of yeah. it's just like, I would Texas. argue
0: Austin is like 50% Boba, 50% yeah. AR 50. Absolutely. No, no, no. It's, it's split down. The I'm middle. saying it's a, it's a more level ratio in Austin. No, no, no. I don't think Austin
1: is like, well, we talk about this a lot. Like Austin is like the, um, it's like the same town. That's the town that grows the
0: people that leather face. Yeah will fucking harvest. Austin is like,
1: <laughs> yeah, like if you were ever gonna do like a Jason, like Jason takes Manhattan version of Texas Chainsaw, it, the poster would be Leatherface standing on top of a hill overlooking like downtown Austin. You're yeah. like, mm.
0: He just looks down and he's like, "Wait a sec."
1: He's like, "Look at all these
0: men wearing beanies in 100 degree heat." Hippies. Yeah. <laughs> Look at all these women with armpit hair, and he's like, oh, uh,
1: uh. just blind <laughs> rage, and then just nut. And <laughs> that then gurgling chainsaw. He's like, oh god,
0: I'm ready. He looks like a, uh, you know, someone on a, a fucking Jerry Springer segment. Right. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh. yeah. See, that's what he's imagining. But oh, I, I am not the
1: father. I, again, oh, yeah. Benny having to that's load Horry. his gun while he's about it. to get run over by that uh, by. Uh, it,
0: well, also, I was like, dude,
1: he's like, the, he's got him in like oh, a weird box. truck Yeah.
0: Yeah. He's got like an extra box. Although I did roll over. But I was like, come on, man. You got to like, be. Dude, and he's like,
1: 15 seconds. Give me 15 seconds to pack. I'm like, dude, how are Sorry, you? Sorry,
0: I'm grabbing my egg salad sandwich. My wife weighed extra. Do you want something? Like, he's not even trying no, no. to sell it, it at all. He's literally just, just like,
1: I'm like, he's bro. hiding behind the truck. Yeah. Come
0: on. He's clearly getting
1: it. You're not packing.
0: That scene was shot so poorly. <laughs> I had no idea until he's like, hey, there's another truck. That our two main characters had even been in a car accident? I had no idea. Like, it was it okay. was so poorly shot, because Viggo Mortensen came out, and he's like, ah!
1: And I thought it was just... So he helps... So Benny helps them out of the car. I, t- I thought it was... Tell yeah. me if you think... Because this is another thing I saw. When Benny... Yeah,
0: moving people after possible spine trauma, that's a great so idea. So
1: Benny helps them out of the car, and then Benny's whole, like, shenanigans with the gun and then it cuts back to uh Kate Kate's her name right and then you know Maybe. the Berkeley the Berkeley uh college the Berkeley college grad and then like right what are we gonna, and they lay down and it's like 5 seconds of a shot where they're just like i'm like was that the original scene and then they cut Benny in or what's going on like it was very it was i was like i didn't i don't care like <laughs> it's Texas Chainsaw Massacre i'm not here needed to need
0: a hot benny injection no doubt about it. well it's
1: just it. one of those things where i'm like uh, it's texas chainsaw Massacre. i don't need you know a lot of script supervision here just put it down it's fine like
0: no it it gets clunky because again we do like our kind of like our joyride segment now we're doing kind of a running through the woods segment it's right? a little like rough these things that, it's that rough. harken back to part yeah. one but again what we're looking at is not like honestly it's so funny that The movie just makes the choice, hey, what if we give our main character sleeping pills and no one gives a shit? Like, just no one cares that the two main characters are like, I'm pretty drowsy. And it's like, oh, yeah, because we have a better character now in Benny and this fucking savage woman who has been surviving out here for a week, but still has a pack of Lucky Strikes and a Zippo. I was like, if you're surviving Leatherface, staying close to the hut and you're not ripping darts constantly, like... There's a level of fortitude to her that she deserved a better death. <laughs> but, yeah, because cause Benny gets fucking jumped by Leatherface, and they have a real throwdown, right? Yeah, yeah. It's funny because Ken Fareed did this with Jason, with uh, Leatherface and Michael Myers in the Rob Zombie one, right, right? right? And so he's he's a guy you call in to fucking be an equal opponent. You know how, like, the $6 million man, they had to have Sasquatch fight him because he's so tough. Yeah.
1: I'm gonna tell you right Kineferi now. Marie's
0: the guy you call in to fight your fucking whore icon. I'm gonna tell you
1: right now. After the opener, where the, um, <laughs> the like the lab techs are digging up the mass grave, and they're trying to be like, don't let, don't, don't get any of that stuff on you. Blood poisoning and like gas gangrene, whatever the fuck that is. As soon as uh, Kate and Benny wound up in the water, be like, I would just fucking kill myself right there, because in five days Ugh, everything yeah. is just gonna be melting off your body. I'm like, no. Done.
0: they're for sure dying a horrible renaissance style death <laughs> yeah both of them, them are just
1: it. gonna be like you have some new kind of plague you're, you're dead i don't know what to tell you
0: they're gonna look like the guy who gets hit in acid in robocop just trying to run into freeway traffic
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then they're gonna get hit by a car and just explode into a million pieces
0: it's just gonna <laughs> just into little texas flags that float down <laughs> to the ground and yeah, except
1: benny know. who's gonna burst into tiny yeah. chainsaws
0: yeah you just got tixies dude when he's fighting leatherface and wedding he's kind of whooping his ass and he pulls out that little fucking buzzsaw
1: <laughs> really? and oh my fucking god it's like it it's his hamstring he's like Aah! i love that fucking, so much man that was awesome, that's my dude. favorite <gasps> we- tiny chainsaws yeah
0: <laughs> yeah he's like well i have a brand to keep up uh what did you make a leatherface in this
1: movie I mean, bes- I, like this I mean, besides what we've lot. already said, yeah, I like this Leatherface a lot. Like, it's a little more. I think we
0: can just take this off the table, right? The first Texas chainsaw massacre obliterates the others by such a wide margin and is better in every aspect, right? Mm. The only argument I'll hear is that the Leatherface in the reboot was a little more physical. Yeah. Yeah. And a little bigger, and a little more on screen, so that like I if think that's the face in the reboot is a
1: on. yeah, the Leatherface in the reboot's a little more menacing rather than just like shock value. And this, but I like this yeah. Leatherface because it's gonna sound I like this guy. This gonna sound ridiculous for a fucking Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie, but like <laughs> I like the pathos we have we have with this Leatherface. <laughs> like he has these like yeah quiet somber moments. He's doing the speak and spell food, yeah. Food food. with the clown
0: like, i like when he's like laying his head on
1: mama come on man what's there not to I, like They add
0: that this one he has a walkman and i was like what's leatherface jam?" yeah he's like right we eventually get some like bad metal music in the fucking leather truck but i was like what's he rocking yeah right like i love the idea that he's just like i'm actually really big into the cure pornography <laughs> it's not their most radio friendly but the, the sounds i loved uh yeah i the the like chainsaw. his whole like mm.
1: star lord thing where he's like can't squish me can't burn my walk man
0: yeah. i'm just really into the talking heads i know it's a little on the nose okay. for me but what would have been like okay
1: it's like what is this is 95 whatever what, i can't remember what year this movie came out. But like <laughs> that's the one i was like i was thinking like <laughs> what would have been the most like shocking thing for like the music to be if we put the headphones back I'm like
0: I know everyone's just into Nirvana now, but Mud Honey's really where we have to start the conversation. I mean Jesus, eh? Just
1: like I was thinking about it, I was like, you know what it would, you know what it'd be great is if it was just like Soundgarden like
0: in my eyes
1: Just you're like, oh shit. He's
0: like he's like, I just liked REM before they got consumed by radio culture you know like that's this, where i was at i, thought, I think what's I cool thought rem was going to become our next simon and Garfunkel yeah, this funk
1: this this leather face is definitely like a pitchfork guy it's, it's nice i like this a lot yeah.
0: <laughs> i mean i'll give it a three against my better judgment because there was a level of catharsis in the album all right i gotta go God. to work <laughs> <laughs> am i the only one that feels Metallica is like samson when they cut the hair off i mean oh, i don't know i don't
1: know I mean, load, sure, but reload, come on.
0: Yeah. Who knew the lightning they would ride would be a sheer size two at a barbershop? This is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> I just like snooty hipster Leatherface.
1: I really want that. Re- See, that's like that's worth watching yeah. right there. It's like Leatherface yeah. giving Pitchfork reviews. Fleet Foxes isn't my favorite, I'm not going to lie.
0: <laughs> I mean, Kurt Cobain gets all of the charred acclaim, <laughs> while Nick Cave's just out here creating the only real music in culture. All right, that's enough. We won't do this all day. We definitely could do this joke all day. I,
1: I could go. I could go ten routes for sure. But I do oh, like. I, what like I, do, I like. I, I like. No, the I, I
0: like watching him build the mask. I like that he's a little humanized with the bad knee. Yeah. I like the Walkman. I like when his uncle or his cousin, whoever the fuck it is, right? It's kind of these inbreeding rules. Yeah, yeah. You, he throws it in the oven because he didn't get, uh, uh, Bradley,
1: Bubba. I don't know what's that guy's
0: name. What's Ken for reason? Benny. So he throws the Walkman in and he makes him grab the Walkman, not with his hook, but with his actual one flesh hand. And then he goes to mom, he's like, do you know how hard it is to get Tom Waits Waits live tapes? And, uh, you know, he lays on mom and I was like, I dig it. But then he also has the time to sit and take the little girl in and like show love to her. I like it, man, because it it is the most affecting part of the first one is when the guys start kind of beating him about the head, and you're like, oh, why is this guy scared of anything? Yeah. Then, of course, we get into the – he still does a thing that I think is one of the worst things I would take out of the Chainsaw Massacres immediately, which is he always has moments where he revs the saw first to let everyone know he's there before just, you know, trying to sneak up on and kill someone to get meat. Right. But this one kind of explains that away, that there's this whole other level of psychosis happening. Right. So it makes the, like him just revving the chainsaw in her face when he gets the saw his family saw, which is fucking amazing. Really good.
1: Really good. Cool. Such
0: a fucking amazing prop. prop to add, Great right? Prop. And he's just revving it in her face. And Texas Chainsaw 2, you're like, why is he doing that? Like, I know he's getting sexual pleasure so he can jerk off in the radio station, but it's like the third or fourth time you're like, not there not that moment this one when he's revving it at her it's almost like look at this i like technology now look at what science can do yeah so it is this weird because the other guy's like we got to evolve mama we got to evolve with te- technology a, cannibal cannibal te- yeah technology. that's a good point yeah and so <laughs> it, it is it's just mom dude yeah she's talking like uh attitude ira kane brother brother yeah yeah that was cool i just i liked it man and then i like our lead actress this is the moment where they're like hey are you going to be a part of this movie or not And she just starts going and screaming back in his face and i was like yeah fuck yeah now we're doing a texas chainsaw movie right they have the inventive like hey we'll string him up and we built this fucking hammer to come down and crush the head because we're not leatherface and grandpa and it's just now the movie's kind of taking flight yeah but, the problem is in an 85 yeah, minute say, movie, it's you kind of last like slog five minutes through. of the movie, though. Well, because Amy was like, Man, this movie's long, huh? And I was like, No. no. <laughs> I was like, this movie is brisk. Fucking brisk. But it just it kind of resets like three times, and there's not a lot of connected tissue, right? But at this point, when uh when Bradley starts th- th- he's spraying the house, we see grandpa's face get fucking caved in mm-hmm. with the dust. Uh they're shooting mama. You're like, yeah okay uh, fuck now, yeah now dude i love this now right? we're here and now he's fighting uh Tex, you know and it's just i don't like pizza i like you know people in pain it's like yeah hell yeah dude yeah. let's go and then she's like come on you scumbag you want something let's go and she's like calling weatherface out and he's like hold on let me let me fucking secure my <laughs> knee brace <laughs> yeah it's going to be real anticlimactic if that MCL goes again. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, let's go. Right? He's lighting Tex on fire. We're in the awesome. dead body pond. Uh, you know, they're battling in the water. It's like watching Wolfman and Frankenstein as the castle's going down. I was like, yeah, I love this, man. I love this.
1: Yeah. There's just not enough of it. It's just.
0: Right? She's nailed to a chair. She rips her hands off. You're like, all right, dude. It's just 10 minutes. They do. They do <laughs> yeah. It's it's fun. It's fun. It's while 10 it's... minutes
1: of awesome mayhem. And then you yeah. get like this weird sort of postscript mayhem. So that. Yeah. We sh- forgot that there are a couple
0: weird moments in here, right? Where Leatherface just kills the survival girl. The girl who's been surviving. Yeah. Just kind of for like no reason. Just crushes her neck. You're like, that's pretty shit. If she's made it a week, she should matter to the story. She should be a newt. Yeah. We get this weird bit where the mother just talks about how good Leatherface is with puss and peeps and then was her brother's like was? you know that's
1: right i thought he was just good at cutting stuff out that was the whole point
0: i think we it's the second time we talked about because it it's so weird i think our brains are still processing
1: it's it. so strange but it, or is yeah. actually now that you're saying this though like is he taught is she talking about is this more inbreeding
0: well she makes leatherface like give him a smile they're talking about he's been out of control lately and so it felt a little like you know, because they specifically say, "Here, I wrote it down." Junior makes the sweetest damn babies. Oh, he shit. loves them private parts, right? And then she goes, "Leatherface cut out my privates years ago. Took Papa's too." So there is a weird, like hysterectomy delicacy thing about I'll be them. Be honest
1: with you, I'm not sure how much I want they to do this. <laughs>
0: They specifically say Junior makes the sweetest damn babies, which I'm guessing that is his daughter. Yeah, I guess. And so. then he's franchising out the gigantic behemoth cannibal right. role
1: with the bad knee. Yeah, I it makes sense. It's yeah. ooh,
0: that's that's a lot. Yeah, like you're not going to be Oof. able to keep chainsawing for your whole life. Um, the weight of the chainsaw, right? Saw his family, the weight of carrying a family line. Oh, my God. The symbolism's amazing. Oh, awesome. Uh um, yeah it, there's even a scene in here though where like Leatherface stops and he he's like looking at him, he's just taking himself in in a mirror, mm-hmm. doing his lessons. I was like there, there's something in that segment while clunky, right I will call this the the joy ride into the running to the house segment, right, right. the first seventy percent of the movie right It's so clunky and disjointed, but there are moments of pause where I really like what they're doing not that i like thinking about leatherface just slinging dong but it's interesting man it's interesting right like there there are some ideas formulating and that's what a, a franchise is supposed to do show you some more of what you like and give you some extra things to think about and build upon agreed so they're doing pretty good at that right you know and then it like it kind of descends again, right? We do check off Zippo. Yeah.
1: Oh damn, uh, you beat me to it. I was going to say check yeah, off Zippo. Yeah, the Saul's
0: like floating around the lake and Bradley gets cut with it, but then he's fine. He's fine. We get- he has an open chainsaw wound. He's definitely dying of sepsis, oh, no 1000%. doubt about it.
1: We have like the final day mall at the truck, like so like last chance truck, but last chance gas pulls up. It's Benny, but somehow the other guy who wanted to have sex with this lady from the beginning made it to them on foot?
0: I think he was in the was truck. Was he in the
1: truck? Couldn't tell.
0: My guess is he was a stowaway. She blows him away. You're like, thank God. Yeah,
1: just put this guy out of his memory. We don't need
0: any more. Like, that character we can get rid of for the rest of right. Texas Chainsaw, and then they're like, wait till you see part four, and you're like, no. no. Uh, part four is a whole different animal. We'll have to talk about that tomorrow. Um, we do this moment where she's She's afraid to smash the armadillo at the start of the movie. Yeah. Which the invitation does the exact same beat, which I think is funny. <laughs> um, and then at the end, she's like, well, I now I have no hesitation. Thing. I'm willing to fucking smash Leatherface. Yeah. The saw sinks down. It was solid. It was solid. It was a solid final Little Fun and games Scooby-Doo segment, right? Like, it worked out pretty well. And then, yeah, at the end, right? There's roadkill all over Texas. Yeah. And then Leatherface and the Saw step in. Maybe it's another Leatherface. Maybe he. There are. Maybe they all had Maybe he's the spirit of America herself fighting <sighs> back against this technological world. Against these hippies. Who knows? But yeah, that's that's what I would say, man. There is there's a lot of shit that's very clunky, and again, the narrative really has no fucking reasoning behind it, like why we're doing this, other than. We want to go back to a Sawyer house. But what this this one is asked to do is a very basic and simple job. Reset the foundations of what a Texas Chainsaw movie should and can be. I love what they did with Leatherface in this one. I fucking love it. Yeah, The Saw is amazing. The cast is really fucking good. Mm-hmm. Right? The base level horror stuff, they do really well. Yeah. So... Even while it's not, there's no streamlinedness to the narrative. There's nothing this one has to say. There's, but it's, it's doing the basic job. It was asked, which is give us Leatherface back in a way that's closer to what we loved in the first one and expand a little. I think it did a pretty solid job. And I like the idea of Leatherface's daughter stabbing that girl with the bone knife, right? Like she's already brought into it, right? There's some good stuff in this one. This this is what I'd say. This is the the kind of middling basic fine sequel. Right? And I think it, as we've covered so many horror franchises now, I think you're very impressed upon how many of them are not good, but their crime is is that they're boring and they're not trying not to an say even, anything. It's not
1: that it's not good. This one this one is
0: borderline boring and reductive. Yeah. Like, it's just repetitive,
1: but the but it flavors does, it in does there everything are, well enough. There's flavors in there right? that are really worth watching. That's what I'll say.
0: Right. So I think that the like, focusing on, like, the little extras with Leatherface and the daughter and whatever, that keeps it from falling into that just boring rehash. Right. And again, I think the acting in this one is exceptional for the series, right? Like, I really like this Leatherface. I think this is a strong... Entry uh, compared to many others in the franchise. I like it quite a bit, man. That's it for Texas Chainsaw Massacre Three: Leatherface. Leatherface. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it as much as we did, guys. We hope you're enjoying the start of the horror mega marathon. We got a fucking long way to go till we hit the bottom of the abyss on October 31. Uh, so I hope you guys are with us. We have 29 more episodes. That's my internal calculator when I do awesome math right off the noodle. Off the dump, 29. It's not that cool. It's 31 minus two. But we got twenty-nine more episodes for you. If you want to make sure to have all 29 of those, go to patreon.com slash Get the Patreon exclusives that our patrons were able to vote on. Uh, get the movies they wanted us to talk about. We got a commentary coming for you. We have incredible guests for you. We're doing all of Texas Chainsaw. All of Phantasm. We're finishing out screen five and six. We've got so much awesome shit for you. This is the greatest time of the year, and we are ecstatic. So, for the film Alchemist, I'm Josh Griffin.
1: I'm Alex Tandino. We'll see you tomorrow. Get that knee looked at.